welcome back to Daycare Pod. I'm Jenna, and this week we are going to be getting into the men tell all. But before we start that, we're going to go ahead and interrupt the broadcast with about an hour or so of talk about Trump and his many indictments. You know, it's very, very important things here that I know nothing about. I have literally, I've been having my head in the sand lately, y'all, when it comes to that man. Like eight years, eight years he's he has been ruining my life. That is longer than my ex-husband ruined my life. I am not here for it anymore. And I cannot believe he blocked me from watching <laughs> the Mento All for a full hour last night on the West Coast. Total tragedy. I he should go to jail right away. Like add another indictment. I don't really care what so let's let's get his ass in prison. But luckily, ABC saw how upset everyone was and said it's okay everybody we will start it at 9 p.m and we will start it from the beginning which was such a saving grace so and we were already used to having these 9 p.m showings with charity season so i was you know what i said fuck it i'm already a little drunk we're doing it live and we got the entire mental all loved it so much and i'm very excited to talk about it tonight with friend of the pod friend of my life epiphany Thanks for having me back, Jenna. I'm so excited. I've been begging Jenna all season. I was like, get me back on the pod. I need to talk about charity. I have to. Absolutely. And it's like, uh, we're both just such busy ladies. <laughs> I get it. I get it. And I mean, Jenna and Day Card Pod is just highly sought after. You know, there's. Just, I have to get on the waiting list to talk oh to her. God. So, oh, um, you're so sweet. But I am so excited you're here because we do have so much to talk about and our thoughts and feelings on this whole season because it's just really been quite, quite amazing. Um, but how's your summer been? You've been busy. You went to, you see, you saw uh, Beyonce. You just saw the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I definitely told myself that this was going to be a summer that I was going to be outside. I'm going to be outside all summer. I'm going to enjoy summer in New York. I think mm -hmm. oftentimes I spent a lot of my summer traveling and this summer I was like, no, I'm going to have a really fantastic New York summer. And it mm -hmm. has been. I've been doing things like every weekend. Um, like you mentioned, I saw the queen Beyonce. Mm -hmm. My friend got last minute VIP Club Renaissance tickets the day of. And he invited me and I literally like I probably could have touched Beyonce, but I I mean, of course I couldn't because the security would have tackled me. Yeah, but it was life changing. It was absolutely life changing. So like I did that. I saw a WNBA basketball game, which wow. is amazing. Now I'm that. a big fan. Go Liberty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already planning to go again. I mean, if I were to sit here and run down every single thing I've done this summer, it would take up the whole podcast. But most mm. recently, I did see the Jonas Brothers this past weekend. And um, fun fact about me. Jonas Brothers was my first concert. Oh, and, um, yeah, which is a little embarrassing because my first concert was when I was 18. So I was 18 years old going to a Jonas Brothers concert. Oh, I was um, just thinking that's really sweet. And then you said, <laughs> Yeah, I was a grown ass adult going to see Jonas Brothers. Okay, Jenna. <laughs> obsessed oh my god no shame for I know. Me. it was very full circle yeah that is incredible oh my god I almost like could cry about that that's so beautiful and like and I and it from what I'm gathering it's kind of like a a little bit of a era's tour they're doing like their whole their whole discography yeah it's um five albums one night in their defense because I did see the Taylor Swift comparison in their defense they uh, actually started doing this early this year, like in maybe February or March. Cool. They did one night um, on Broadway with each album. So for f they did five nights and, oh. and they played through every album on Broadway. Um, so I think this like 
their version of eras has kind of been in the works for a while now no yeah um, it's, everyone can have that no she didn't create that but... i know but the, you know the, you know the t-swift fans are very oh, protective they're, so they're like <laughs> and you know a lot of them still harbor hate towards joe so um <laughs> i'm like get over it it's been that it's been long enough Please, <laughs> man is married with babies leave him alone <laughs> oh my god now the idea of seeing your like one of your favorite artists perform each album like on broadway is now like a goal i have to like just see like really anyone like that's such a cool idea isn't it cool my only issue with it was just like i i wouldn't be able to figure out which album which night right. to pick oh so what God. i did like about being able to do the five nights and five albums in one mm -hmm. night was that i was able to get a little bit of everything but if there's one album that is absolutely your favorite it is nice to kind of hear every song like mm -hmm. fully from beginning to end there were definitely a lot of mashups and just you know pieces of certain songs and man it was the, the the place was full of like elder millennials we were tired okay it was three hours and they had an intermission I was exhausted. <laughs> That's so good. Oh my god. Yeah, and it looked packed too. I was that I was like, damn, this is sold out. This is great. I love that. Yeah, it was fun. Highly recommend. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. Have the Joe Bros go to you. Go to it. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess before we get into like our thoughts on charity and the men yell all. Sorry, friends. That's what I always call it. The men yell all. Um is there like any major bachelor gossip that you want to talk about? I've been, of course, ranting and raving about Nicholas Villal and his soon-to-be spawn. Um, there is, you know, the breakup Caitlyn Jason. You got any thoughts on that? Oh my goodness. Okay, that one hit me hard. Mm -hmm. It hit me hard. And it's so uh as Jenna knows, I like kind of got into the Bachelor franchise a little bit late. Like my first season was not even a full season. I I got into Rachel's season toward the end. So my first Bachelor was Ari. That was my first full season. Um, so I know what a, what an introduction, right? Yeah. Um, funny. I was just talking to uh, Ash Talks Batch about that about the fact that we have never had a good bad Bachelor as long as we've been watching. <laughs> So um, that's why, and we'll we'll talk about this eventually. But that's why we're excited about the potential mm -hmm. of the next mm -hmm. season. But, mm -hmm. anyways, um, as I was saying, where is my train of thought? Oh, yeah. I didn't have a lot of uh, much of a frame of reference for Caitlyn. I didn't mm -hmm. know much about her, mm -hmm. but I knew Jason very well because I watched Becca's season, and I mm -hmm. really liked him. Uh, I thought he was great. So um, they were a really sweet couple, and they were so supportive of each other. And I really thought. They were going to go the distance, and it just makes me really sad to see that they didn't make it. Yeah, it is. It's it's a shame. Um, I don't not not too much more has come out yet about it. We're all still kind of like yeah. waiting to see like what's I happening. I just get frustrated with like the misogyny of the franchise because everybody's just so quick to blame Caitlyn. It's like mm -hmm. Caitlyn is too. Um, why am I forgetting the word uh, mm -hmm. when you have uh, you want to get higher in your career and you've got passion mm -hmm. and yeah, it's going to come to me. Yeah, she's just she's not not called chasing, but yeah, motivated. She's like going aspiring. She's very. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's a good point. And like, you know, when the Sean breakup happened, which I don't know, maybe you weren't here when that happened. Um, people immediately thought it was because she was like uh, drank too much or mm -hmm. stuff like that. And it was just like, Christ, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I know she's talked very openly about her mental health and yeah. like, you know, the times that she's had to take a break off social media. I think mm -hmm. even at one point she went on like a bit of a retreat situation mm -hmm. to kind of work mm -hmm. on herself. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know being in the spotlight has just only gotten more difficult for her mm -hmm. and people have always been really hard on her about her appearance as well and how mm -hmm. you know she looks she, of course she looks different from when she was the bachelorette all those many years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
So it's just, it's really unfair, especially since from what we've seen, it, it's very amicable. Like both her and Jason seem very equally torn up, but equally a lot of love and respect for each other. Yeah. So, so let's just- uh, Ambitious. Time. That's the word I was looking ambitious. for. She's <laughs> ambitious. Thank you. <laughs> men hate to see, well, actually not men. I don't know. Women, I guess. Who's the primary fan base of this this franchise? Women hate yeah. to see girl boss winning, I guess. <laughs> is the truth of it <laughs> crazy yeah it's wild it's wild but um speaking of winning i mean charity what a season it's been so good it's been really i've been just every week i get excited and i'm really like and i missed her like i saw her on tv last night and i was like i missed you girl and then like i realized when i was denied an hour like they kept it from me i was like wow my addiction is just as bad as i thought it was like i needed that show so bad and i normally hate this type of episode too but i was just like ah. but i think that just goes to show how great she has made it and how I felt like I know I knew them in a little bit more. Like some of them, I still have, like don't even know. Well, I, I right now I'm like, oh, should I list who was on the mental? I don't know. <laughs> but I definitely felt more connection, and I felt like I was really more engaged this season. But how's it been for you? I am obsessed. Mm -hmm. um, Charity has become probably my favorite bachelorette tied with um, Miss Hannah B because that mm -hmm. is such an iconic season. Mm -hmm. um, but I I think a lot of people were underestimating her just based mm -hmm. off what they saw on Zach's season. Mm -hmm. I think they saw a very specific side of her, but I was like, when I saw her on Zach's season, I said something about this girl. She's a star. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy that people are now seeing how fantastic she is. Like not just on the show, but she's, fucking hilarious off the show her social media on point i love her tiktoks i love her interviews like she did like a post-show interview um after the tell-all and uh the interviewer was like uh so like are you kind of like you know you think about circling the block like are, do you see any of these guys and you're like oh maybe i made a mistake she said no absolutely not <laughs> she's like i am happy <laughs> she said it like seven times she's like no 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 can i get any more clear and i was like girl oh yeah <laughs> we love she's it she's so wonderful and like i mean real life barbie every time i look at her i'm like you're the most beautiful person i've ever seen on television <laughs> like you're just so gorgeous and just like so sweet such a great like i i think sometimes in with these shows the lead can kind of get lost among the contestants mm, and you don't mm. get to know them as much as you would like. Mm -hmm. That has not been the case this season. Mm -hmm. We have gotten to see all the different sides of Charity and you can really tell that production loves her. Mm -hmm. And one of the notes like that I made while I was watching the, the Mental All was like, you can also tell her and Jesse have a really sweet relationship. Like they, you can tell they really get along well, which yeah. I love to see. Yeah, you love to see it. Yeah, yeah. I really did. And you're right. That's so astute. Yeah, we did not lose Charity in this season. We no. didn't lose her. And that is probably why it's also just so, I'm like just so into it. And I felt like that way with Michelle too. I was like, people are missing out. This is a very compelling season. And I felt like I knew the men more too. And like, it was just so good. And when you think about the overall like drama that happened from this season, it was just like the Braden of it all. And then it was the Xavier. And then of course the upcoming, you know, heartbreak drama that's you yep. know being teased but like that's really not that much drama but i'm okay with it because we've said this like we like we want the drama to be good and we want it to be like definitely like holy fuck but it doesn't need to be like 
continuous fighting from the men or the women in a way that's just like really immature and really just like dragging and too many of it too there's just too many balls in the air this was like boom 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 and i didn't even see the xavier thing coming <laughs> oh my god that threw me for a loop jenna i mean i don't know how you want to structure how we talk about mental oh, yeah. but when we talk about his part like oh my god but yeah. what i will say to you is the drama that we're seeing especially at the end is the best kind of finale mm -hmm. drama mm -hmm. like when i think of the most iconic finales it's the heart-wrenching ones where you're like oh my goodness the, you've got two solid picks how the hell is she gonna make a choice you know when I think of Michelle's final two when she had mm -hmm. to choose between Nate and Brandon and how you know emotional and difficult that was when you think about Hannah breaking up with Tyler to pick Jed even though oh. at that time we knew Jed was a piece of shit right but that, I mean, but, that was, that's another oh my god chill yes but, but I do remember yeah we were just like how like she seemed obviously so into Jed so mm -hmm. like fine obviously it was a bad choice but nonetheless you could feel that Hannah was torn, like fully yep. torn. And it's like, that's the shit that you were like, oh, that's boy. compelling. Yeah. So. Wild, wild. Um, and kind of like Becca's season, to be honest, Becca Kufrin. I really felt like oh my she God, was yes. between Be um, Blake and um, Garrett. Um, I loved Blake. Blake was a bit, was, mm -hmm. was one of my favorites. I, I mean, it was clear she was going to pick Garrett, but I was yeah. just like, oh, poor Blake. But uh, <laughs> I think one thing, too, that I that makes Charity's season so special, too, I truly feel these men are obsessed with her and mm -hmm. head over heels. Mm -hmm. Like, without a doubt, I truly feel like Joey and, and Dotton and um, I guess if Aaron is still in play, I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. But hey, he seems obsessed. Yeah, he's totally, you know. Yeah, I mean, the and I, all my friends know when I talk about relationships, I'm like, the most successful relationships when it's between a man and a woman is when the man loves more. The man, the man gotta love more. That's what I love to see. I love them, you know, bowing at the altar of charity. That's what mm -hmm. I'm talking about. Treat her like the queen she is. That's so true. So yeah, we get a uh, tease that we're going to talk about. We're going to do the mental. Oh, we're going to talk to the men. We're going to get some um, hot seats with, you know, we, obviously it's going to be Brayden. And then we're linking Xavier. Not sure what else. And then we're going to get teased for Paradise. And then, of course, we wrap it up with a wonderful little deep dive into the Golden Bachelor and our man Gary. And Yay. that was just like such a icing on the top of the whole thing. It was really beautiful. So you know, we get introduced to our favorite men. And last week we were talking about how, how many men would come um, in to this, like, uh, you know, because like there was only 25 men to start. And so like, how many men would actually show up because there usually isn't as many as the, you know, the original cast. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really count, but it, it was a small amount. There was not that many men that came. Like Warwick was not there. Yep. Um, obviously, Joey, Aaron, and Dalton aren't there. Our sleepy uh, king, Warwick. Uh, yeah, like, hey, buddy, did you, <laughs> are you sleeping in? Uh, <laughs> and, but of course, all the other ones came. You know, you got the wrestler guy, you got the one tall, weird white man. Huge audience, you can just pick whichever one you want. <laughs> Aaron <laughs> or Tanner, I don't really know. <laughs> you got Sean, who's from florida and i hate it <laughs> michael who he we at roses for everybody were kind of interested because he was like i like women who are curvy so i was kind of mm -hmm. like michael can you stay around but he ended up being kind of annoying i didn't like him <laughs> at all uh there's 
who else was, oh yeah of course we had john sitting in the back and 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 everyone's favorite i guess night one now peter <laughs> i literally when they opened up when he opened his mouth i said who the fuck is this i, I was i literally was like who, who is this man <laughs> and the other men of course make a joke of that too they're like excuse you where are you like who are mm -hmm. you where did you come from oh you're peter from night one oh nice to meet you and he was like listen fuckheads you guys are assholes and guess what i'm gonna expose all of you so check this but immediately we get into this weirdest drama that i don't think any of us knew was happening at home absolutely not like what so peter says like after the season wrapped we did a zoom call with all the men which i would have died to be on fly on the wall oh. that zoom call like jesus christ and they were like uh I, I thought things were cool but i found out later from brayden that you all when you posted your headshots on instagram at the very bottom of the things you put fp which stands for fuck peter on all of it and i didn't what did i do to you <laughs> <laughs> Like, wow, you guys really bullied me on Instagram and nobody knew. Wow. I mean, kind of hats off. I, I, like, in a way, I'm like, I kind of stand because, like, that is so, like, random. And, like, yeah, did anyone catch that? I would love to know. Did anyone write it, catch it? Like, mm -hmm. did anyone start to go, like, what is this at the bottom? What does this mean? I know this is, um, I saw some chatter about how this was being treated versus how um the girls on matt james this season were labeled as mean girls and i don't know i i i don't know maybe it's the patriarchy that's making me feel this way but i think i think they're separate i think it's different i think embarrassing somebody on television is very different than um maybe some slight um i want to call it bullying but like kind of fucking with somebody on the internet and literally like no one knew like it like that's it, it was and my thing is too, I'm like, what did he do on that first night to rub so many men wrong? Like you pissed off a lot of people in such a short period of time for them to like still feel some type of way months later and do a do a, go out of the way to do this whole little inside joke that literally no one, like no one caught on, no one knew about. Like it's not like they were bully, like dragging him or talking shit about him mm -mm. on social media and everybody was able to weigh in on it. It was literally no one would have ever known about this had Brayden not said something, which like I get it. He probably felt bad and, and wanted to let the guy know, but um I don't think it's that big of a deal. No, no, no. <laughs> and like and and that season was fucking vicious. Like the women were trying to kill each other <laughs> they were in this haunted mansion in northeast somewhere and they were going for each other calling each other sex workers trying to like attack people's like every it was just wild and you had queen victoria who was like the root of the issue and she was just being racist everywhere it was just like not okay this yeah. is this is just some men being stupid and they thought they did something which you know men are men are so funny when they think they did something yeah, I mean, come on now, let's be let's be honest. Who hasn't met someone at a party with your friends and everyone agrees that that person was a piece of shit and y'all talk shit about them in the group chat afterwards? Like, did you see that person and what they did? Like, what an asshole. Like, who hasn't? Everyone's experienced something like that before. You know, I think with the women, it was just a little bit different because they were like isolating other like i remember when the new women came in they just treat them so poorly oh God, and like yeah. wouldn't bring them into the group and it's like a lot of that 
and I think a lot of that too was stemming from just production manipulation. Like they yes, had no, yes. mm-hmm. they had no control over when they were going to join the show, right? Yeah, it's so um, true. And like with this guy, it just seemed like he was a dick to everyone. <laughs> from what I want to say, I mean, maybe he wasn't, but I'm just like, if tw- if you meet 25 people, uh, 24 people, and 20 of them say you're an asshole. I don't know. Maybe you were an asshole that night. <laughs> I'm going to say 25 because Charity said no thank you as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> she sent them home. Yeah. Like, can I, did, can we, did we check her post? Did she write FP at the bottom? Oh my like, God. And so my question to you, Vivini, is did Dotton and Jamie also do it? <laughs> or Joey, Jamie, sorry. Jamie, Joey. <laughs> How dare you mess up sweet baby Joey's name? <laughs> um, what everyone will learn about me is that I am the leader of the Joey fan club. Uh, so my sweet baby angel joey would never okay mm-mm, mm-mm. he is too sweet yeah i also looked at both him and don's um headshot posts and i didn't see anything that said edited on instagram so my gut is maybe telling me yeah. that they didn't and listen either they're just really good guys or they also knew they got far like you know like yes, if i yes. was somebody who made it to talk to i would be like I am going to be watched like a hog. I am not participating yes. in any of your <laughs> like. I'm good. <laughs> well, yeah, they had to know because they posted that after the fact. So, yeah, yeah. um, and I also think I also think when you make it that far, petty shit like this doesn't make much of a difference to you. Uh-huh. No, yeah, like, you, you don't care. Like, yeah, there's a reason why they don't end up at the mental law. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would like, love to see that. I can't though. be bothered with such bullshit when I'm trying to get a wife. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm above y'all completely. So. <laughs> I love it. Um, who's not above it all is Brayden. So it's the Brayden hour again, everybody. Hello. And, you know, love him or hate him. He, he he came here to do something and he did it. You know, he he handled the the call outs, you know, decently well, was not letting the men really get at word edging. You know, he's just like, what was my biggest like, you know, uh, crime? just being unsure of getting engaged at the end of like, you know, five minutes, like I'm the most real person here. And then Jesse's like, what do you mean? It's like, well, no, like my definition, I like, I think they're real. I guess it's just different types of real. <laughs> he is so frustrating because uh, there's just no accountability and he just completely, I, I just don't, I, I don't know if he just is not putting two and two together. Cause it's like, what you're saying does not align mm-hmm. with what you've also said in the past. Right. Like you want to chalk a lot of, a lot of your doubt up to being, you know, this process, like, Oh, I, I'm not, this process makes me doubtful, which is fair. A lot of people experience that kind of feeling. Cause this is unorthodox. This is not something that you're used to doing, mm-hmm. but when you start questioning charity's character which you've done like you literally like maybe the fact that they couldn't find a clip of him saying classless i was dying i was like this is hilarious but we do roll the tapes roll the tapes tapes. but we do see him say like oh how uncomfortable he would have been to watch her make out with everybody but make out with joey in front of everybody Mm -hmm. or the fact that you know i don't feel comfortable proposing to someone who's dated 20 of my friends like Mm -hmm. those types of things so it's it's just like you were saying or like you know she doesn't turn off being the bachelorette like you said these things Mm -hmm. and that is a very different from just feeling hesitant about this process and he just can't seem to admit that he Mm -hmm. he thinks that um it's one and the same and it's not yeah no it's so true you 100 can not feel right ready for this type of you know uh, next step and or even the process and 
whereas like it seemed like the process actually was working for somebody like Xavier. He didn't feel 100% about the end goal, mm-hmm. but the process was working. Whereas Brayden just didn't feel good about the process and the end goal. Uh, he just shouldn't have been on it mm-hmm. <laughs> for those reasons. And But that's fine. And I'm okay that he's there overall. But like, yeah, you don't need to be criticizing her when she's completely been who she was and was being very authentic. You guys had a good connection. Really. It would have been like one thing had it been somebody who just like, wasn't really bonding with her like sean for example who was like mm-hmm. where is this bond you're making up like coming out of thin air and that would have been like the audacity for him to say the same shit. um but he didn't at least he was like charity you know seems great mm-hmm. well and, yeah so it's just like it's just unnecessary and like i don't think that it's out beyond the possibility that you said classless when you said you wouldn't be comfortable when she dated 20 of your bros like that's yeah. those are two sentences that go together Absolutely. I, I just feel like he's a walking contradiction, mm-hmm. you know, because then he's like, well, I self-eliminated, but then I came back. And again, like, I, I, I do understand part of that probably is producers as well, like, mm-hmm. you know, wanting him to come back and stir up more dra- drama. But like, he could have toned that down a little bit, right? He couldn't, he could have been like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have done that. But he just kept on digging himself deeper. Yeah. And like, Michael made, and one thing I will say, I like the role that Michael played in the mental law, because I felt like he asked really thoughtful questions and really tried to like give him space to Mm -hmm. take accountability and he just wouldn't take it like he just wouldn't do it so when he was like well what was the point of you coming back if you already said you self-eliminated you knew that this you weren't going to get there why come back why take away even more time from people and he really couldn't answer that question Mm -hmm. that's where I get frustrated and then to see that he's gonna end up in paradise so I'm like you talk so much about being so doubtful of this process but you came and went right back you came back immediately and went to paradise so Make it make sense. <laughs> yeah. No, I would love to know the time difference, but I guarantee you it was like three weeks tops, you know, yeah. tops. Um, so yeah, really just really annoying. And, you know, he he just really has nothing to say. And again, he even tried to still bring out the whole thing. He was like, I just really want to make sure charity knew it wasn't her fault. Bitch, we know. She knows, I know, my neighbor knows. It's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. And even when Charity came out and talked to him and she was like, you know, it sucks for me to watch this back and see how you spoke about me and our relationship. Mm. So it's it's really interesting because I felt like he was trying. I hate we always use gaslight incorrectly, but he was really trying to like make these people believe an incorrect reality. And it did not work. They were like, no, the footage is there. Like we were there. We know what went down. Like you can sit here and lie as much as you want, but it's not true. And again, like big shout out to Charity because when she was like, um, the only thing I might have regretted is maybe giving you a little bit too much grace. I said, yes, girl. <laughs> she basically was like, I should have sent your ass home earlier. I should have sent your ass home earlier. <laughs> that was it. I was so excited to see Charity this episode because I knew she was going to deliver these lines so uh-huh. like smoothly. And that is so nasty, but like said just perfectly. <laughs> Absolutely. It was like, it's exactly the perfect response. I I feel like Charity just always has the right thing to say. I just love how, like, she's so composed, but also not cold. Like, mm-hmm. you can still see what she's feeling and her thoughts, but she's so, like, she just is able to express herself so fully and so well. It's just very admirable. It's amazing. And yeah, she gave him way too much grace because, listen, we get this preview of him in Paradise and he's wearing a fedora like okay johnny depp like literal oh my god you're right i made that comparison now i'm just like (laughs) 
and you see like um entangled with i was like of all i was like you know what why am i not shocked it's cat cat is a of course that's who he's he's you know his new love interest oh god they deserve each other christ um but you know we would be remiss if we didn't see that our we again got another a little bit of a gay representation hidden in there everybody for the jayanons at home jesse put on some earrings and he was live laugh loving it and like that moment of like um Braden talking about him like deciding to get his ears pierced and like really like embracing it now straight men can do that but i i i was like hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'm not gonna say anything because i don't want to okay. get canceled <laughs> yeah i will say you know chris harrison would never with those earrings <laughs> <laughs> never jesse is such a trooper I, as i was watching this mental all the whole time i was like i i know I, I hate i hate giving white men any kind of recognition but jesse is actually quite good at this job and he has he seems to have a pretty great personality from what i see like i i enjoy him i really do and he um, was so good this time the last yeah. two i he was he's getting better like each time like there was a couple one of the I'll tell alls or a finale of the last like two seasons i was like ooh. Okay, buddy, you got this. You can you can figure it out. But he just needed to get his sea legs, and he he's got them, and he's here to play. And he was so funny. He's like, Brayden, um, at the end of the your leaving, you said, um, you know, I just all I can hope is that maybe she'll reach out to me one day. So did she reach out to you? No, mm, can't blame her. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally just about to bring that up. Um, he's sassy, and I I love when Jesse gets a little sassy. I love it. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so good. And he's like and he even said again, like, um, oh when they're talking about that kissing date, he was like, Oh, how dare they do this date with Yosef's daughter at home? <laughs> like, Jesse, you weren't even on that season, and you're like, but I love it. Iconic. Oh, so good. So um we basically get um Xavier's hot seat. So let's talk about that. And he he right out of the gates, like, you know, I've done some growing and learning since this. That was really hard to see. I'm in therapy now. I'm learning where in which I went wrong. I want to denounce cheating. I've ah. never heard a sillier phrase in my goddamn life. Jenna. <laughs> I want to. <clears throat> ding, 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 ding. I would love to denounce cheating. <laughs> you can't even say it. It's like it's like Michael Scott being like, I would like to declare bankruptcy. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? You don't wow. get to just say that. And I'm here for his journey and I hope he has learned and grown and he will never do that again. But that was so fucking funny. What does that mean, dude? So funny. Z Xavier is very fascinating to me. Um so I was chatting with Jenna earlier about how I'd fallen behind and I was, I was, uh, I had to binge like the most recent three episodes. So his fantasy suite situation is, is very top of mind for me. Mm -hmm. And I had just seen the chatter around it and people were just really dragging him. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, all right. I was very interested, interested to see for myself how it all fell out. And after watching that and then paired with hearing his response to it on the mental all, I truly, I feel bad for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like this was a man who just wasn't ready to be in this position and not in the way that, you know, some people like previous contestants are just like not ready to be here. I just feel like 
um, he still has a lot of lot to learn about himself. That's why I really love that he said that he got himself into therapy because I think that's what he really needed. Um, like despite how much he loved charity or felt for her, he didn't trust himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he made a mistake and he hasn't, you know, forgiven himself for making that mistake and he hasn't learned to trust himself so that he can be a better partner for his future mm-hmm. um partner. And knowing that, he just should have never been on the show. He shouldn't have. It's sad because it does seem like in many ways he probably was doing some good learning and growing in his life prior to going on to the show. And so maybe he thought he was. Yep. You know, clearly he knew what he'd done and was wrong. Um, so like he you know, there is like an element you saw him last week just like truly being like, I know this is wrong and that's not what I wanna do. Like I would I wanna choose to like yeah, but he's just not there yet. And that's okay, and you can get there, or you can admit that you might not be monogamous, but Yep, it's for another conversation. But like, yeah, I I was we were sad last week for sure because it was just like, oh, buddy, and like Charity, um, is very astutely was just like, I trust you. I wish you could fucking see. Like, yes. I wish you could see yourself and like what you are capable if you really made that choice. Now, yeah, I don't know. It's it's really hard to see, but like, the fact is that he wasn't, and like I, he still had so much work to do. At least back then, you know, I don't know yes. what the work he's done then, but like he really didn't have it together then because he was like, I, 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 I cheated because my girlfriend wasn't being the girlfriend I wanted her to be. Like I, I I'm sure there was more to that. I, it of was really, course. it was interesting for me to see how many people were willing to kind of like attack charity and be like, oh, you're, are you trying to say that people who had previously cheated in relationships, like can't be forgiven or not or not are not allowed to find love in the future and I so when I watched it and I had seen that chatter I was like what are y'all talking about no like so gracious (laughs) he made it so clear that it was not about the fact that he had cheated in a past relationship she was like you just don't trust yourself now she's like you as you are right now as I'm trying to make decisions about who's going to be my husband you don't trust yourself like I trust you like you just said you just said that Jenna like Mm -hmm. she said I trust you but you don't trust yourself and that's what's most important you know so it was really like he needed to do some extra work on himself um Mm. and it sucks that we had to see all that unfold on television and like I feel bad for the guy but man it made great television because that shit came out of nowhere and it was a really good storyline because the whole season Charity was like he reminds me of my ex. He's somebody like he's the kind of person I tend to fall for. Like really, like she's just like and talked about the infidelity a lot. Like he looked like somebody that would cheat on me. Like and then for that to just come out of nowhere, woo! Mm. Mm. She really bravo knew. To, the, to the producers there. Yeah. Bravo to the editing and producers because I had no idea, and it was like one of the most shocking things I had ever seen. I just truly did not like see it, quote unquote, coming. Now. Yeah, and I just realized this, and maybe somebody smarter than me has already said this, and, like, this is kind of what you were saying at it, but, like, I just realized, like, and I, this is something I've talked about before, like, with relationships, like, the, when you get into a relationship with somebody in a really healthy way, the other person cannot be the person that's making you the better person. Like, it can't can't be solely on that. So I just get so mad when the men are like, feel me, like, they're like, tell me why you love my daughter. She makes me a better man. Like, I fucking hate that shit. You can't name one thing about the woman. Anyway, but it goes hand in hand with this, like, it can't be on the other person. So like Xavier was still in this stage of, I needed charity to prove to me in our secret alone time and just in general that she's gonna be enough for me for me to not wanna cheat on her. Again, he's still putting it on the other person. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people do that. Like we all have those issues, whether they go that far or not, but 
yeah, that's what the crux of it. And that doesn't make him a bad person. It just means that's like, that's just like an emotional maturity thing that we have to figure out. We have to have a confidence in ourselves. We have to love ourselves. We trust ourselves because we need to be able to be the people who are going to like do it for ourselves because we love the person, but not doing it for the other person. Mm. That's literally what I wrote. I was like, Xavier is not a bad person. Like there are some people that come on this show and I'm like, I'm not convinced you're not a good person. I'm not convinced you're a good person. I'm not. But I was as I was watching, I was like, you're not a bad person. You're just you're just a man who's still learning about himself and I and who really needs to do a lot of digging in therapy. And like you said, and that was another thing I thought of too. I was like, you need to figure out why you can't be faithful in a relationship. Why is that such a struggle for you? And maybe, like you said, maybe he needs to explore other types of relationships. Mm -hmm. Maybe monogamy isn't for you, which is fine, but you need to figure that out on your own and not at the expense of somebody else's feelings and Mm -hmm. their emotions. And Charity made a good point when she was like, you should have told me this earlier. She's like, if we had this conversation earlier, I would have realized that you weren't ready. I went ahead and eliminated you because you were a cheater. I would have realized through that conversation that you were not going to be ready for this. And I could have, you know, spent more time with someone else. So that's true. And great example of why a lot of people don't tell people things because they know, because they know they'll get. <laughs> so absolutely. Yeah. Crazy. Um, they love wasting women's time. They mm, love it. <laughs> truly. Um, and, um, that's kind of really it. We, Sean tries to come up and take the hot seat, which is unacceptable. Where was security? Sassy Jesse Palmer again. Like after he said his piece, he was like, last time I checked, you got to be invited to the hot seat, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You are not. Get the fuck off my stage. (laughs) This is my house. This is my house, bitch. Uh, he's like, okay. So he rose away. Um, He's such and, an attention whore. Like, he's if he's so, on paradise, I guarantee that man's on paradise. I know, I know. I've I've accepted it and I've mourned it and I'm just like I cannot. But I'm hoping he'll just be like the fool. Like he's just gonna be that like fucking fool. Just mm-hmm. just gets like he's gonna be sweating. He's so sweaty and he's just gonna be the fucking fool. So that's what I'm hoping oh. for at least. Well, speaking of um people who I want to see on paradise, I don't know. I love Tanner. I love me some Tanner. Mm-hmm. When they, when they did the bloopers and he was in that forest making out with Charity, I said, "Ooh, that's kind of hot." I was like, "Oh," I was like, "He was uh, tonguing her down good." I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh my god, that was the, the opposite for me. I was like, "I'm actually gonna vomit." <laughs> and, well, I mean, and I love Charity, but like, girlfriend, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing too? Like, you're so cool. I mean, also oh. the key difference is I find men attractive too, so that's probably part of it. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, get the Bigfoot out. Like, Squash, come here quickly. Eat him. Eat him, please. The way she jumped on him when she was scared, I was like, oh, and he, and he was carrying her like, 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 he was just like, I'm gonna protect yeah. you, girl. Yeah. Gotcha. She's literally five foot six. Or, I mean, like, she's like, she's like four six. Like, come on. Um, Anytime so he's with Dotton, it's like laughable. I'm like, the height of the you. I like, like, poor Dotton looks like he's breaking his back to kiss her that's why he has to pick her up all the time he's always picking her up because like i don't want to bend over it's much easier for me to just to like pick mm-hmm. you up like a fucking like bag of clothes um so yeah uh yeah anyone else you're excited to see i mean I've, i think we'll obviously get the um wrestler we'll probably get michael um Hmm. Yes, I like Mike. Michael's so handsome. I think he's mm-hmm. so cute. Yeah, no, Michael- he's handsome, and yeah, I think he'd be fine. He was just like, some, there's something about. He didn't get enough screen time or something. I don't know. Fair. 
And then I think um, what's his name? The other Aaron, the firefighter. Oh, he yeah, has yeah, a big yeah. personality. I feel yeah. like he'll end up there. I'm not saying I would like to see him, but I think he might end up there. Yeah, um, I get mega vibes from him, but he'll be there, I'm sure. Oh, I do too. But he is a firefighter, and I mean, it's not it's not as bad as being a police officer. So. That's true. <laughs> Kevin um, was a good firefighter, but he was yeah. okay. Good point. Yeah, but he was Canadian. <laughs> But uh, he was, <laughs> I thought it was sweet that him and the other Aaron had a cute little moment in the bloopers and they were chit chatting and they were like, love you, bro. Love you, Aaron. Aaron's unite. Like, yeah, that was pretty cute. It was like the two Aaron's. And then I think one of them knows Aaron Clancy. Yeah. So like, it's, it's all the All there. these Aaron's. <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, and then the bloopies were kind of lacking for me. I wanted more bugs. I needed more bugs. There wasn't enough bugs. There was a lot of, the, I mean, these men are tall. There was a lot of them hitting their heads on on fixtures. I'm like, it never fails. That was pretty funny. They're like, kung, 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 kung. can never we fail. like raise these chandeliers up? Um, so good, and lots of things falling, which was good. Yeah, Charity, good. I did. I like when Charity was like, I'm gonna kiss for like 20 minutes, and she like put like six like spearmint like things in her mouth and like, arranged strips. and she was good. And I was like watching, and I was like, oh, she's gonna be not good in like two uh-huh. seconds, and then she did the breathe in, which was the mistake. You don't do the breathe don't in. Do that. <laughs> Don't want to do that. There wasn't enough charity bloopers for my liking, but maybe she's just so graceful that you just don't get enough of them. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but there wasn't a lot of that. So funny. Um, and then we get, yeah, let's get into Gary. Wait, Gary the Bachelorettes, the OGs. Yes, thank you. I was like, I knew there was something we were missing. Ha- we have to talk about them because I actually teared up a little bit watching it. <laughs> so sweet. So out of fucking nowhere, just is like, um, oh, so actually not out of nowhere. Um, there was like a good fucking like full two minutes on Jesse's behalf before we even get to the other bachelorettes where Jesse's like, Charity, you are the best person I've ever met. You are so sweet and smart and gracious and wonderful and gorgeous. And it has been an absolute honor to serve by your side. Like it just like was going on and on. I was like, please, please, please. Oh my God, please. It's giving like the queen and her right hand man. Like oh this friendship. God. I love it. I love that they vibe so well. So good. And he's like, you know, and I feel like we got some other people we'll bring out. So he was like, come on in ladies. And we get Trista, who was the first ever bachelorette. We yep. get um, Deanna Papas. Yep. And, and I think and Desiree. Yeah. Heartstock. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I have yet to actually see, I didn't actually see Trista's or Deanna's um, seasons. I think that was like, I started like right after Deanna's probably. And, um, but she is a staple and she's been around for a while. And Trista, of course. So she says celebrating their 20th anniversary, married mm-hmm. to Ryan, and their oldest kid is 16 years old. Are 18. you kidding me? I, time flies. Truly insane. And listeners know that Desiree season is one of my favorites. It's my fucking favorite season. And, um, that proposal, I immediately was like brought back to like, sometimes I'll watch a proposal just to feel something It is so gorgeous. Did you, do you know about the, her season? I, yeah, I'm not, I didn't watch any of those. So yeah, I, I started watching so late, but just watching the little, I mean, we all know Trista is iconic and we know Des because, you know, there's only a handful of people who are still with their picks. Mm-hmm. So if you're still with your person, like you are definitely like extra royalty. Um, so but watching the little clips, I was like, damn, I really want to watch these seasons, especially um, Desiree, like seeing the the proposal. I was just like, this seems 
so beautiful mm-hmm. they seem so in love i feel like i need to watch this and i'm like no, i don't want to spoil it for you <laughs> so i don't it's okay it's all good yeah um, i don't mind spoilers okay well basically she had like a guy that was like maybe third or fourth runner up and this guy named um i don't really know what his name is um he was this, oh wait i heard about this yeah hipster yes, kind of guy and he left and she was devastated right or whatever but then she came to realize it was just like a less thing she had and the guy she loved all along was chris and he was there so she systematically sends home the rest of the men and for the entire like fantasy suites and the guy meeting the parent at the end and everything was just chris never told him and then at the end he he goes to, he says his sweet things and he gets down to propose and she goes wait hold on and like he oh his face was like devastated like i've never seen somebody so like oh god like you're about to turn me down kind of thing and then she tells him she's like i you know it's been hard and you should know that i fell in love with that brooks guy and like it was really rough when he left but i realized blah blah blah, blah all these things and you should know that i sent home everyone you've been here alone for the last like week and a half and you're in the love of my life and all these things and the way he was just like oh like you know the fact that it was like no competition like she literally was just like no you're it it was so sweet oh my god what a beautiful yeah <laughs> oh my god okay I have Chills. to watch. Yeah, it was so good. I gotta watch it. Oh, anyway, um, she I might also- be in a cult now, though. So, <laughs> oh, oh no, what? She's literally very religious. She's like, she's like, she kind of puts Maddie to shame. Um, Ooh. she's very religious, and she's posting some weird stuff. Anyway, yeah, whatever. It's, well, it's- you know who I don't know much about, but who I like looks like a lot of fun. Deanna. Like, I don't yeah. know much about her, but she looks amazing. Like. She looks like so much fun. I'm like, I need to check out her season. You know, yeah, truly. And then she's like, um, you know, they go into and talk about all their like successes. She's like, yeah, you know, things are good for me. I'm kind of in a transition period. Oh yeah, I'm single. Everyone's like, ah. and they, they pan to the guys, and I was looking. I was like, oh, Tanner, you laughing a little too hard. Go slide into the DMs. You like yourself a cougar? Yeah, she's like, you need to see old. Don't like she's what in her forties, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, forty five maybe. She's like, if you see, need a senior bachelorette, call me up. Jesse's like, no, you're not old enough. Ha ha ha. Anyway, it's so good. But yeah, so they talk about how lovely Charity is. Again, they go on and on about how wonderful she is, and they just bring up great points. They're just like, you're so engaged. You really make us feel what you're feeling. You, you know, tell it like it is. You feel it. I mean, God. Indiana gave really great advice too when she was just like, um, a lot of people are going to try to convince you that you aren't worthy, that you aren't enough, and you know, don't listen to them. You are mm. like you, you are all of those things. I mean, she just really, she was preaching, and I'm like, these are some great affirmations. Like, it just, it just speaks volumes of how wonderful of a person Charity is, and I, I just love how all the bachelorettes really, um are there for each other and support each mm-hmm. other like one thing i can say about this franchise they very rarely don't get bachelorette wrong, right like they they oh i mean they rarely get bachelorette wrong wrong like, oh, great yeah. i was like about to say like wait what is it yeah they they rarely get it wrong like right. i i think most most of the bachelorettes are are all like pretty fantastic compared to <laughs> the bachelors we're not going to talk about that mm-hmm. but <laughs> no they truly do they and i <laughs> I think I've mentioned this before, but it's so fun thing I do when I really can't sleep, which is like kind of rare-ish, um, is I will count sheep, but bachelor style. So I'll count backwards <laughs> or I'll like name them backwards. So I'll be like, okay, Charity, Zach, Rachel and Gabby, Clayton. And then I'll like go 
back and back as wow. far as I can go before I fall asleep. And I had to do that recently when I was camping because I like, couldn't fall asleep. So I was just going through it. And I just, every time I got to the women, I would kind of pause in my sleepy brain and start thinking about their seasons. And I was just like, oh, oh I love this. <laughs> it's very rare that we get like a bad bachelorette season. It's always good. Like it's always good. There's always a highlight in some shape or form. Um, unless like production really fucks them over like they did I mean G Rachel and um, Gabby season <laughs> was just a shit show because of the way that it was set up it wasn't yeah, anything yeah. it wasn't their fault you know yeah. and like Katie season I was like so on top of my head I was like Katie and then Gachel season were both pretty bad but like Katie you could put on her a little bit for sure but I, I you know I still Ooh. love her as a person but like it was also production and it was just the wrong choice doesn't make her a bad person you know? And her men can't seem to go away. Like, yeah, I swear to God. Fucking weird. It was the whole thing. Every week, not every week, every day, I swear, these like little bachelor gossip accounts are posting something about Greg, about Andrew, Michael, um, about Justin, about my. I'm like, her men are everywhere still to this day. And I'm just like, please just go and fade into the oblivion. Like, please. I'm over y'all. <laughs> they were just like, no, it's not. None of it. None of it. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's been pretty, pretty good for like a long time. So, um, whether it's a yeah. success or not. So yeah, it, 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 yeah, it goes to show that the women know and they see, they, they see each other and they see a good bachelorette when they see it. And it, it was, it was cute to see for sure. Uh, one thing I will say is that I did feel Rachel Lindsay's absence. Absolutely. Anytime something like this happens. And especially when you're talking about bachelorettes who are still in relationships with their pick it's it's there's just a glaring hole mm -hmm. where there should be rachel especially when you're dealing with a black bachelorette not only the sec the second ever mono racial black bachelorette and for her not to be able i'm sure her and rachel have spoken like mm -hmm. outside of the show but mm -hmm. because you know production has damaged that relationship so much she doesn't want to touch this franchise with a 10-foot pole it's so um, sad because like she probably would love jesse <laughs> Absolutely. I think they would get along so well. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like to, to be silly about it for a second, she would love him. Um, absolutely. But, uh, but absolutely not. Yeah. And I think about it every time and I'm just like, I think it was, yeah, during the preview or premiere or something, it was something this season when they started doing the videos. Yeah. Yeah. It was the premiere. They did videos to like Nana and all these different women. And I literally, until I fucking had reality hit me in the fucking head, like a break, I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to see Rachel again on my screen. I literally was so delusional because I was like, Oh my God, it's going to happen. Cause they're bringing out the old good bachelorettes. And then it did. And I was like, Oh my God, you cannot forget like how they just like, treated her so horribly and Tasha. like Tasha's yeah. not here either and there's a reason she's not here because we don't know what it i mean it's, we can assume what it is but it's like christ yeah i think really it would have i think they were trying to like get bachelorettes who are still with their picks course, but it's like but... You, it's just the three right is it just yeah. oh no jojo but jojo, jojo was on the season mm -hmm. she, she yeah she guessed so yeah, she came and judged a date with mm -hmm. Jordan mm -hmm. and we had Gabby and Rachel come and, and judge a date as well. Um, but I guess if you're thinking about who you want to bring back to be like mentors. Yeah, I think even though I really enjoyed Deanna, Rachel really should have had that third spot. Mm -hmm. um, but, but, you know, we get why and we support her for it. And it's just absolutely. it's a it's just another reminder that the show is not done and they need to have Dr. What was Dr. Um... Oh god, I forgot her name too. Oh my gosh, we're so bad. We're so bad. Um 
we did, yeah, the doctor that they had last season come on and talk about um, the work that needs to be done. So yeah. let's go. I wonder if she's been, I think, I feel like she's been paid behind the scenes. It The season feels like it's a little bit better, right? No, I, I absolutely agree. I think they did a pretty good job casting Banks. Charity Sorry, Dr. Banks. There we go, Dr. Banks. Um, yeah, I think they did a pretty good job casting Charity Season. Uh, and then just in terms of, it's funny, I was chatting with a friend and we were talking about how Charity has a very um, strong sense of her style. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, like so she can't, she wasn't allowing Carrie to just put whatever the hell on her and <laughs> make her look right. So like, so I think Charity is one of the best dressed bachelorettes because mm-hmm. she was able to be like, I like that. I don't like that. I know what looks good mm-hmm. on me. Mm-hmm. Um, She looked fantastic. I her, think she you know, advocated for makeup, a makeup person and a hair person. And hair person. exactly yeah which is like a stark contrast to you know like when i think of rachel and how she struggled with those types of things Mm -hmm. um you know charity charity was very vocal about the things that she needs to to be able to do this job success it's it's a fucking job okay she's she's getting paid i mean she's yeah she's getting paid (laughs) and it it is she's carrying the show so shut the fuck up she can't turn it off bitch like even though she wasn't putting anything on but she was not putting anything. I've seen so many bachelorettes try to put it on. And mm-hmm. and Zach put it on. You talk, Can we have some conversation about Zach for a second? Like, he was putting it on. He was doing his little bachelor face and shit. And no hate to the man, but, like, people got to put it on sometimes. Zach mm-hmm. is fascinating to me. I think, I think Zach could surprise us all and just live a very low-key life and actually marry Katie. Yeah, I could see it, too. Their, like, spawn con is so, like, low budget, but, like, I love it, you know? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm here for it, because it just shows that you kind of don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you are yeah. doing it because, like, why not? Absolutely, why not? Like, mm-hmm. I would, in a heartbeat. Um, but, like, I'm not going to fucking put any, like, time or effort into it, because it's not, <laughs> like, what I'm really trying to do. Yeah. Like, I love and that. She, and she's fun. She seems to have a really fun personality. Um, so, and I think sometimes with couples when you've got too much personality between the two of them you kind of butt heads but if you've got so that's why it's like she has all the personality so it's okay this act's a little bit boring you know it's It's the caitlin and jason effect i really think you know two two high strong you know big personalities personalities yeah oh my god yeah did you see that moment when uh i guess katie came home from like a long day at work or something like that he had given her a dinner and on the wine bottle he had taped on a thing that said mold <laughs> no, I did Mold not see wine. that. It was so funny. I was like, "Okay, Zach. Okay, Zach. You got me." <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, again, like, I, very unpopular opinion, but I, I actually I didn't mind Zach that much. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll take him over Clayton. I'll take him over Colton. Like, you know, I'm. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> he gave us charity. I will always be grateful for that. Yeah, he <laughs> did. Yeah, he truly did. And he and he fought for her. You know, mm-hmm. like he, I had people being like, I didn't see it between them. I'm like, fine, sure. He probably wasn't going to pick a black woman, but he fought for her yeah. and he liked her and he clearly respected her. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. She got shot on that season. Remember she had all the people attacking her? Yeah, I was ready. Well, because a lot of people wanted, um, what was it? Ariel. Yeah. Or Gabby. But I think Gabby was too fucking traumatized by that mm-hmm, shit to, mm-hmm. I mean, which is something, I mean, and that's always a toss up when you pick someone who is a runner up, right? It's mm-hmm. like, are you going to be able to bounce back quickly enough? Mm-hmm. To, okay. You know, 
Okay, yeah, let's talk about the bachelorette picks real quick, and then we'll get into our senior bachelor, and then we'll wrap Perfect. it up. So, speaking of which, yes, so we are down to the end, and we found out more or less that we're probably going to find out. Um, it's either is basically confirmed or really strong rumors that we will get our next bachelor pick um, next week during the finale. And yep. um, you and I were talking about this before we hit record was, you know, it doesn't always happen that way. We um, there have been times, of course, that they announced it at the finales or even as early as the men tell all, but um, that's rare. And usually lately they've been doing it after paradise and we now allow a paradise run to see how that goes. And that has happened a couple of times. And um, yeah, but so, but we're not going to get that, you know, we're going to get it before. So like, who's it going to be? And I posted last week, like who, Bachelor Nation can't pick who the lead is. And I had somebody comment and be like, what are you talking about? Everyone has one person. And I was like, look at my stories. It was every fucking all over the fucking place. But obviously a lot of people are rooting for Joey or obviously Dotton if he doesn't win, which we're not unspoiled. But like you and me were like, we want him to win. Yeah. I, I truly I mean, ooh, <laughs> they're neck and neck. I know. They, I, her connection is strong mm -hmm. with both of them and like just seeing the way that she interacts with them how like they truly look like two very distinct couples and i can see why she's struggling in those clips in the finale like mm -hmm. i really don't know but my gut tells me Dotton. that's my gut especially since i think joey's been getting bachelor edit a little bit mm-hmm mm -hmm. So yeah, um, you think that he could be the bachelor. I I I this is the thing though. I try not to get my hopes up because as long as I've been watching this show, whoever I want to be the bachelor, they never pick. Yeah. Literally, they never pick who I want. And I started my first season was Ari. And literally, I don't know if you know this, Jenna, but the reason why I started watching Ari's season is because I watched the end of Rachel Lindsay's season and I was convinced Peter will be the bachelor. And I said, this man is fine. He's interesting. I want to see him be the bachelor. So I signed up thinking that he was going to be the <laughs> fucking bachelor only for this old man that I have never heard of from a previous season who looks like white bread become the fucking bachelor. And then I got sucked into the show and I haven't been able to stop watching ever since. <laughs> Truly what a plot twist that was. <laughs> Such a plot twist. I swear like every season, I'm always scared to say who I want because they never pick them. Right. Like I wanted Peter. They went with Ari. I wanted um, Michael John Mike Johnson. I wanted Mike. They didn't. They picked who was it? Um, Clay Clay. No way. Mike Mike was Hannah's season, so yeah. they picked Peter. I mean, I wanted Mike or Tyler C. They went with Peter. I wanted um, Jason or Blake. They picked Colton. <laughs> Why? Everyone like why? I don't understand. Um, Clayton when Rodney was right there. Right there. Zach right there. when Ethan was right there. right there. Or Jason who I fuck. I, I'm also I'm also a Jason. Oh fan. yeah, Jason. Oh yeah, Jason would have been a great pick. Yeah, Jason like, he would have never done it. Jason would never do no, that. No, true, true. He could not be manipulated that way. He's like, Absolutely no, thank yeah. you. I saw how Clayton was done. I'm not doing it. Um. And that's yeah, the thing I, is a lot of times a lot of the smart guys are like, no, Peter turned mm -hmm. it down multiple times because he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Wait, which Peter? Krauss. Uh, smart. I mean, isn't that man still single? 
Well, yeah, I don't even know now, but like he, it, maybe he didn't recently, but they've like asked him at times over yeah. the years, and he's. I think no. I think he's too smart for it, but also I think that man is a perpetual bachelor. He's probably not going to get married till he's like sixty. Oh yeah, no. At this point, I don't want him. I'm sorry. No, I'm going to be sexist for a second. He's used goods, in my opinion. <laughs> absolutely, I think in hindsight, I think when you were in like when you were in when we were all in the height of Rachel's season it was like big Peter frenzy Mm -hmm. and it was kind of the editing editing did her fucking wrong and Mm -hmm. made um Brian look terrible and Mm -hmm. gave Peter a better edit but now in hindsight you realize that he's kind of terrible so I would not want him to be the bachelor (laughs) absolutely no truly it was so tricky it's uh, they really they really got us on that one but you gotta love it you gotta give it to him um but yeah but going back to charity season I'm always nervous because I'm like the person I want never gets picked and I really want it to be Joey. And I was like, I will sign up if it's Joey. Thank you. I will put an application in because something about him is so cute to me. Mm-hmm. He's the unproblematic Greg Grippo. We are allowing it. We're allowing it. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I keep saying each episode, I keep, I, I feel like maybe the listeners are like, Jenna, just pick a side because every week I'm like, yeah, I have no, I have real no opinions on him. And then somebody will swage me like one way or another. I think last week, Diane, Dr. Diane was like, got me to be like, you know what? Fuck him, actually. Because <laughs> um, I was kind of like, he didn't really answer the question. He's like, I'm just really difficult to be in a relationship with. And I'm like, why, dude? Like, you're a dick, it sounds like. Um... Yeah, then, I did not read it that way. Oh my yeah, god! I know, I know, I know. But like, I don't know. I kind of was like mid men talking about anxiety. Like, I could give two fucks. Like, I, you're don't, you're not special. You know, like you like and and do you make it your partner's fucking problem? Like, get therapy, dude. Um, yeah. But yeah. then then I you know I talked to you and I talked to somebody else and they're like, oh my god, and he's actually just really nice and silly and kind of doofus. He's like a little bit of a himbo, but shorter. You know, and I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I have no because he hasn't done anything specifically to make me fucking pissed and uh so I'm here for it you know of course there's the there's the surprise option of Aaron because he's still there and he's in play and we don't with the preview definitely sees like he gets a little more airtime than we maybe otherwise expected mm. and uh but maybe my only thing is you know. what if what if he goes to paradise no oh, right yeah yeah but yeah I just don't I don't think Joey would go to paradise I just don't think so it's very, it's very rare for a, a for a number two to go like immediately after so true yeah and it was yeah so true i mean that's assuming that he's number two i mean hey she could pick him or she could i just don't there's no world that she picks aaron mm-hmm. over joey or Dotton. it's gonna be between joey and dot it's just mm-hmm. there's a reason why she eliminated aaron a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago right right yeah he's gonna eventually go home yeah i agree um, yeah, and it is always like so shady how they the number twos never get to go to paradise because the filming is always so close and they yeah. and they think they could become par- the bachelor um, and not in, like a greedy way, but they tell them. I know this firsthand. I've been yeah. told from people who are contestants that they tell a handful of people. Mm-hmm. I think it could be you. Okay, clear your books, get your shit in order, get rid of your dog. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> in there, and then they. <laughs> Then they then they don't pick them, you know, and it's brutal. Um, yes. and they have to wait until the next season of Paradise to come on, and no one gives a fuck about them anymore. And you're like, who, you? No. Right. 
I know, and me, I'm so naive. I, like, I didn't even jump to like the thought of, oh, they don't go on because they can maybe be the bachelor. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, they don't go on because they're still so heartbroken over almost like getting, like proposing to someone and they say no. Like, that's what yeah. I was thinking. I was like, they're so heartbroken. There's no way. And like, no, girl. I think they the only reason Johnny, quit. I think the only reason Johnny went there right last year was because they were in Mexico. So they were like, literally, don't go home, stay here. <laughs> We have your passport. You can't leave. <laughs> well, how that turned out for him. Exactly. I, I never finished that season, actually. I'm sorry. That season was shit. There's was. What, one couple. Is there one couple that's out of it that's still together? And no. to be honest, I think it's Michael and Danielle. And rumor oh, has it. Oh, they're gonna, about, yeah. Paradise. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm talking about last season of Paradise. But none of the matches worked out. Right. Only one couple is left. And odds are they're going to break up. Or if they're not already. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Rat, brutal. Mm, so real. Okay. Oh, boy. Well, 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 well. Oh, wait, Jenna, you asked me who my bachelor pick is. What's yours? <laughs> oh, fuck you. Because um, <laughs> that's the problem. I don't like any of them enough other than mm-hmm. Dalton. But I actually don't even think he'd be a good bachelor, per se. I don't think know? so, either. Like I, don't, like, I don't think he'd be a good bachelor. So I just keep de- defaulting to Rodney. Yeah. You know, Rodney's good. I wish John had more airtime. And he's, I'm sorry, he's kind of a fucking, kind of a bitch, baby. (laughs) Something about him. It's funny because when the show started, we were all like, yes, let's finally have an Asian bachelor, which I'm very on board with. Oh, yeah, I want it. And I'll I'll be very happy. And I'll be excited to get to know him and everything. And maybe I'm being stupid, but they didn't give me anything. And I do think he has personality. Clearly, he has a personality, but. Yeah, it's just. he does have a personality but there's just certain things where i i don't know this is maybe this is just me being very um anti-organized religion but when someone is just like super 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 christian like i don't care about all the other religions like they, they're not as bad as christianity amen <laughs> so, like, and so like when he the fact that he is also very much very christian i was just kind of like uh, I don't know. Orange flag, perhaps. Like I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess it would be a good season for that. Like as far as like, you know, the franchise and the fans and you know things like that would love them. So, yeah, I would not be mad. I just, it's like when I look at the season, like there's nobody, nobody I mean, really jumps out to me. They know? love a good religious bachelor, right? Sean, yeah, Ben, Matt. Oh yeah, Matt too, isn't he? He did a prayer at the opening speech. It was like, God, I oh forgot about God. that. I would have walked right out. <laughs> God, I'm good actually. <laughs> You're gonna force me to pray? No, thank you. Bye. No, thank you. Um, there's like seven women all with like huge cross necklaces on there. Like, this, they're like, <laughs> hi. They're like, yes, yeah, let us on our knees right now. <laughs> um. So yeah, I just say Rodney. But if I really had to choose. <laughs> I really can't. And like, I don't know, Aaron can be fun. I don't know if Aaron, Aaron can be, he definitely has confidence and he's definitely like, and I, I started to warm on him, you know, um, after hometown. So like, he could be good. He's, and he's hot. And I would, yeah, he's, he, he seems seemingly here for the right reasons. Like he could be really good. Yeah. He, he has a personality and he's gotten good, some screen, good screen time. So I think mm-hmm. I'm going to throw my weight behind Aaron. Okay. Controversial opinion. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, my I think with Aaron, he's either gonna be the bachelor or he goes to paradise and leaves, either engaged or in a very mm-hmm. serious relationship. Yeah. I don't see him going to paradise and not finding someone. He's just he's he's handsome, he's got a great personality. Like I think 
I, I think he could go and meet so I think regardless, he's gonna find someone mm-hmm. from this. Let franchise. it be on yeah. one of those shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. So good for you, Aaron. God Godspeed on that. Um, so we do know who our next bachelor is. So my friend the other day was like, Well, what if they just make it Gary? That's <laughs> like Listen, I would live for it because I'm tired of having a bachelor season, to be honest. And if it's just <laughs> the golden senior this year, I am okay with that. We have plenty Imagine of men that. to choose from for a while. We have plenty of women to choose from. It's fine. Um, and I don't know when we're going to squeeze in a senior bachelorette. Like, I, I don't have the time, frankly. So, like, we somebody's going to have to, we're going to have to skip something. <laughs> I'm curious. Well, I mean, you saw how long it took them to cast uh, for... I always have to tell myself it's Gary, not Jerry. I know. Gary. It's okay. What an interesting himself. way to. Um. Yeah. I. It took them so long to find someone, um, and probably to also find a cast as well. So, mm-hmm. I'm very. I guess a lot of it's going to ride on how successful Gary's season is, mm-hmm. and if that's going to spark other people in that age range to want to um apply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I will um clarify i guess according to his interview on bachelor happy hour with joe and serena um or serene uh he was picked a long time ago they just kept canceling it oh really okay see you know i don't listen to any of those uh i did i did just for gary i refuse otherwise (laughs) it's bachelor propaganda i know i did so like that's what i'm saying like if you want to believe what they said on happy hour they chose him back in 2020 and um the COVID hit and they were like we gotta cancel it and they would just kind of call him up occasionally and then he would be like one time he'd be like no i don't know i'm kind of dating again and then they call them up again finally and they're like listen we're we're really gonna do it do you want to do it and he said no and then he went and talked to his wife in the closet and she told him to do it. And then, you know, like spiritually. And uh, he called them up and said, fuck it. We're doing it. Oh, wow. And then they immediately were like, like, you know, just like went and they, it happened so quickly. He said he really didn't have a chance to like, wow. you know. Three years. I mean, they're lucky he was still alive. Listen. <laughs> like. That's what I was saying. And that's the job. I mean, that's what we were like, why aren't they doing it? Could they not find one? Because, yeah, anyway. But, yeah. And uh, I don't know if you listened last week. I got some gossip that I was kind of my roommate's boyfriend's aunt got to the final casting call. Was going to be on it. And then for we don't know 100% reason why, but she's not. Um, But one of the reasons was probably because she had to get a hernia surgery and the timing of the filming wouldn't work out. And I was like dying because it's so it's so real. So real. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, I I will say I am very excited to see what this cast looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm just excited just to see some diversity. I mean, of course, they're going to pick, like, the hottest white male 70-year-old in America. I'm like, how do you look so good at that age? Like, but um, I'm very curious to see, like, how the women are, how they're going to interact. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm very, I'm fascinating. I'm I'm very fascinated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. It's really, like, are they going to, like, slut shame each other? Are they going to um be a little bit more chill i'm sure there'll be a handful who are like really nice and like stand up for the other women if that does happen or some kind of version of that Mm -hmm. um he said jesse asked him if there was gonna be a fantasy suites he said yes it might look a little different 
He said, um, Jesse, I be fucking. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, don't get, don't let my age fool you. I got the V on deck. <laughs> like literally popping pills and bottles. And so he's ready to fuck and I'm here for it. Uh, he passed his STD test. And his drug test. Good for him. Good for him. Um, so he's ready and uh he you know, yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting to see. He he seems really fun and adventurous and so sweet. I mean, so we get the extended version of the story. We find out that um, Tony had a like a, an inf- internal infection of some a sort. bacteria infection. Yeah, something thank like you. That. that affected her kidneys and it was very fast. She got sick on July 6th, passed away on July 15th um as he later basically that's you so know, sad so sad right after days after their of her retirement mm-hmm. after they bought a house to retire in and just really sad and um you know there was something he said during like the interview portion too that was just like so unbelievably sweet was like um jesse was like so are you ready you think do you think you're gonna find the love of your life here and he said it's going to be, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, it's going to be a different love. You know, it's like the love I, the love I chose for 44 years or whatever was different because I had different priorities and I was like, fuck, that is so profound. Like I hadn't really thought about that. I, like, mm-hmm. oh, I had different priorities, you know, and I, and, and that was a love, such a beautiful love. And like my priorities are different and my, where I am, in my life is different. So my love is going to be different. And I feel like I want to find a person that's going to complete the current me. And I was like, damn, that is so profound. Yeah, I think I think Jesse asked him, are you going to find a love like the one that you and Tony had? Ugh. And I, that was just like such a perfect response. And funny enough, um, it made me think about Michael and mm. how he navigated this experience as a widow. And I'm like, vastly different. Because I feel like I, I, I don't know if maybe it's an age thing just being wiser and having all that time but i felt like michael was still kind of comparing the relationships that he was in to his mm-hmm. his 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 wife mm-hmm. his late mm-hmm. wife and like you said what jerry had said gary no <laughs> yeah gary <laughs> gary jesus christ uh what gary had said i think that was just so like it's it's true like what you're looking for when you're 18 or when you're in your 20s is not what you're looking for when you're 71 years old it's very different mm-hmm. you know your life looks very different you know so um I thought that was just really profound and then when when um Jesse asked him you know what kind of advice he's like I'm newly married what advice would you give to people who want I know who want I don't know uh Jesse has really been like Whoa. that was I was like fuck Jesse that was so sweet that yeah. was so beautiful it was kind of like I hope your wife is here right now because that is really sweet mm-hmm. you just married her and like oh he's he's been warm in my heart but he's like you know what advice would you give to couples who want to have like a beautiful long marriage and he was like tell each tell your partner that you love him every day he's like i would give anything to tell tony that at least one more time Mm. i was like oh god and then his interactions with the guys when he was like guys what 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 advice would you give me and they were like dude we want to be like you. <laughs> exactly. I saw a tweet that was like, um, I'm 27 years old and I would absolutely date him over any of those men on stage. Because <laughs> like, they are not there yet. That's fine. For better absolutely. or for worse. But it was just like, yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> we're watching a mature man who's self-aware and actualized. He was yeah. like, I'm looking for a woman who's going to call me on my shit and make me smile while doing it. And I was like, oh! I love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe I'm a Gary sexual. Like that's no man. I'm not a Gary sexual. Also, like, like his uh, the fact that he's so not online is also funny. <laughs> like he used like grand zaddy in the wrong way, and I was like, oh, you you sweet thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were like, Gary could get it, and he was like, what does that mean? And they're like, uh, we can't explain that on television. <laughs> god so true but he's you know i worry i worry um you know they do usually destroy the bachelors i hope that they don't destroy this man as well you know the process inevitably destroys them a little bit because frankly men are stupid and so they just cannot they cannot get through the process usually very unscathed on top of just like the normal scathing that happens um Part of me like hopes they're like oh like you know you're older you you've had this like really long successful marriage you know maybe for once a man isn't gonna think with his dick but then you know over the past month you know Al Pacino and Robert De Niro are having you know babies in their old age and I'm like oh y'all are still making dumb ass decisions because why are you having children who, who who you're gonna die before they're even walking so I just don't sorry sorry listeners if that's a little too morbid for you but no, I'm not ageist, no. I promise. I promise I'm not ageist. <laughs> I know. It's gonna, I'm gonna get so canceled. Um, no, it's not it's just the fucking reality. Like, Nick, what are you doing? Why are you impregnating this 24-year-old? Oh You're God. gonna die before the kid walks. <laughs> when I saw that news, I literally had to put my phone down. I'm like, this is the, it, it ruined my day. <laughs> like, it ruined my day. It ruined my goddamn day. I was like, I'm just having I'm trying to have a good time. I uh, it's the day after Amazing Fantasy Suites episode. I was living it and loving the drama, and I was like, I gotta think about his ass mm-hmm. being so proud that he impregnated a twenty-four-year-old on the first try. You mean an accident? And truly, it just makes me sad for this future child. Like to have Nick Vial be your parent, I just feel so bad for you because there's just I'm sorry, there's just no way you grow up to not be like a little fucked up in the head a little bit having him as your father, whether truly. you're a boy or a girl. Truly, truly, or whatever you decide to identify as. But yeah, great um, idea. <laughs> it, it's just that's what made me really sad, I'm, uh, and I'm like, and you've really trapped this girl now. Like she can <laughs> never get like she's gonna be tied to you forever in some shape or form. Mm. Having babies with a baby. <laughs> Mm. Uh, oh but like yeah with with um Jer- Gary. Gary. <laughs> i promise i'll get it i'll get it eventually um with gary I- i'm hoping that i mean it seems like he has a good head on his shoulders and i'm hoping that production just uses a light touch like they're not too tough on him and i will say i you know as the sole person who watched um the bachelor music show <laughs> what yeah. was that show called listen to your, your heart. heart yeah as the only person who watched that was juicy i loved um, it <laughs> i loved i loved it so much um i feel like they might do well with another offshoot yeah if true, true, true. people watch you know so true, true and i mean everyone was compelled last night they whatever they're doing they're doing right i've not seen a single person besides nick talk negatively on Gary and uh, that would just make sense of course because he cannot stand to having the attention drawn away from him in any capacity and he can't use Gary to his benefit like he could use Greg and Andrew Spencer and Tyler and anyone else um to get ladies so it, yeah but anyway um 
but everyone, everyone's stoked. Everyone's living for it. Everyone's like, I'm going to be ruined by this season because we're just like rooting for him. There wasn't and, a dry um, eye in that yeah. audience. No, not, not at all. all. So yeah, someone, someone needs to take Nick's uh, microphone microphone <laughs> away. Like someone just please light it on fire. And what I will say is that if my sweet baby Joey goes on that man's podcast, it's over. Attraction eliminated. Done. Christ, it's gonna. Oh man. <laughs> but maybe not. But maybe not because I I have not seen a bachelor. Like I have not seen you know who they choose to go on. The show does not like Nick enough to do that. They like mm. don't let their. They let them go on later, of course. But like if he's the new one, he's. I think he's safe for a while at least. Has he had anybody from Charity Season on there yet? No, no, because he's a fucking hater and he just talks in such shit. But of course he is gonna have one. I mean, listen. You know who he's gonna have on. You know who he's gonna have on. Brayden. Xavier. Oh, Xavier. Okay. Yeah. Well, and Brayden too. Uh, Brayden. Correct answers, both of us. But <laughs> if Xavier was smart, he wouldn't. Yeah, I agree. If if his, I, I hope he he you know talks to his therapist about it, and they're like, <laughs> please do not go on that man's podcast. That's what I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. Hoping. But, you know, but, like, you could see it, though, right? You know, like, it's absolutely. like the, the music, the whole thing, and he's going to speak his truth, and he's going to talk about the experience. Absolutely. And Nick's going to give him so much benefit of the doubt and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I understand why you cheated, and, like, completely just, like, fuck it all up, and it's going to just be a disaster. One thing I will, I do, like, love about Charity is, like, she is a woman who stands behind what she says, and the fact that she has already called out Nick and was like, basically, you're a piece of shit. I guarantee she will never be on that man's podcast. Mm-hmm. Because there's some people who backtrack. Like, didn't, um, did Rachel or Gabby go on his podcast? Rachel did. Rachel did. After he, like, dogged her. Mm-hmm. Or, maybe, Dog- maybe, or maybe it was Gabby then. Yeah, because he did dog her. Or no, Susie. Susie he didn't have on. No, he did have Susie on, I think. Oh, yeah, he did. They, they go back. So there's a lot of people that like I'm like mm-hmm. y'all need to make better decisions. Why are you why are you going on this man's podcast? Mm-hmm. Like I understand some of the OGs who've known him for a really long time and right, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. But these new folks like don't you understand how terrible he is? Like he is truly a misogynist. Well, he's just going to manipulate them to think that they can really have a platform. He's like, oh, you can come on, and and I'm not like I'm not happy hour. You know, like you can really speak your fucking mind, but it's like at uh-huh. what cost? <laughs> Yeah, because he has his own agenda. Like at the end of the day, like you speak your mind to an extent. He's gonna he's gonna make it mm-hmm. worth what he's trying to, you know, what his purpose is for the for that episode. So yeah, so true. Oh boy. Well, wonderful times. Can't wait. It's gonna be amazing to watch Gary. It's gonna be amazing to watch the rest of the season of The Bachelorette. Paradise will be wonderful whenever the fuck it happens. Um They gotta make up for last summer. It's gonna yeah. be I feel good about this. I think with with um some of Cha- charity's guys and who was the bat zach's women zach's girls because zach zach had some good had some good women mm-hmm. so um and I, I think there's gonna be some really good ogs i mean there's rumblings that blake might show up which would be insane wowie oh my imagine god that that. Would be, yeah oh my imagine god. that imagine if we get rachel on there we, we, know. Know, we know gabby's taken mm-hmm. oh yes we do imagine Hi. rachel on there but yeah no. No, I, i'm really excited about the potential of rachel coming on um yeah so there's yeah. i think i think it's gonna be it's gonna mm-hmm. be good yeah no the people have the people have brought it so let's see let's see let's go let's go yeah. um 
love it thank you so much for coming on doing this, this is, I, i'm glad we really timed it out perfectly for this because i can't imagine doing this type of episode with anyone but you thank you so much for having me uh -huh. it's been like such a pleasure i'm yeah as soon as you were like you know mental i was like yes jot me down book me <laughs> we're, we're doing it uh where can people follow you and talk to you and hang out with you Oh yeah, absolutely. I am on Instagram uh, and on Twitter. I will never call it X. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's my uh, first and middle name. It's Epiphany Cian, E-P-I-P-H-A-N-Y-X-I-A-N-N. -N, if you want to see me being outside this summer and going to fun concerts and things like that. So. You have to do it and you have to see the fits. Epiphany has the best fits. I'm always like, yeah. Thank you so much. That was my goal this summer. I was like, I need to have a fabulous summer wardrobe so i worked yeah. really so i've been documenting it all summer so if anyone wants to get some inspo yeah truly i want to find out where you get your jeans because like they they always look so good on you oh little sidebar i got you girl yeah. okay good i love it well y'all thank you so much again for being here it's been a wonderful season i've been really appreciating you guys sliding into the dms and letting me know your thoughts and opinions on the takes that have been happening and all of the different things and having just such a good time and um i know i I always, it's so awkward when somebody runs up to me on the street and they're like, I love your podcast. Like, talk to me more. Like, let's stop. Make sure I stop. And then also, I'm just going to listen. DM me immediately after. I want to know. I want to put the face to the name, okay? And I don't always get to say that to you when I ran into you on the streets. So DM me after we run into each other so I can, I want to be friends, okay? Okay, please. Okay, anyway, love you all so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Date Card Pod. Make sure you're following the podcast on all of the social media platforms. On Instagram and TikTok, it is at Date Card Pod. On Twitter, it's at Date Card Podcast. And you can email me at datecardthepodcast at gmail.com. This podcast is hosted and produced by myself, Jenna Vesper. And you can find me on at Jenna with a smile on Instagram and check out all my other fun projects I have. Thank you so much to Michaela Jane for our amazing artwork and find her at MichaelaJane.com. And a huge thank you to Jed Overly for our theme music. You can find him on Instagram at JeddyBoyJames. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you share it with a friend, share it with your boss, share it with your mom, maybe an enemy. I don't really care as long as you share it. Okay. And maybe leave a review. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hello and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. Oh. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.